Good evening and welcome to the Orion Report. Tonight's episode I will read another article from the website, Orionism.com. This one is about the rise of Bab Saad Ram, a de facto satanic global government. The article starts with passages taken from both the IA and the Bible. From the IA, Dialogue 15, page 7, Bad Sod Rom. Sodom is reborn, Babylon is restored, and Rome stands defiantly resurrected, as if rising again from perdition. It was, was not, and is again. Global Babsod Rom arises as a monstrous amalgamation. Now has come the time when we see all things vile, vulgar, low, debased, bestial, foul, profane, and contrary normalized. All things wholesome, decent, ascendant, majestic, elevated, aspirational, sacred, righteous, and holy, defamed and slandered and denounced. Isaiah 5.20 Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. 2 Timothy 3 But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, having nothing to do with such people. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women, who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. 2 Corinthians 4, 4 In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Ephesians 2, 1-3 As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Jonah 2.8 They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Matthew 4, 8-9 Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Deuteronomy 32:16 through 17 They made him jealous with their foreign gods 
and angered him with their detestable idols. They sacrificed to false gods, which are not God, gods they had not known, gods that recently appeared, gods your ancestor did not fear. Matthew 24:10-12. At that time many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and will mislead many. Because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will grow cold. 1 John 2, 18-19 Children, it is the last hour, and just as you heard that Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really of us. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out, so that it would be shown that they are all not of us. 2 Peter 3, 3-4 Know this first of all, that in the last days mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. Romans 1, 28-32 And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. John 8:44. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Overview. Three Kingdoms. This is the bulk of the article. In ancient times, most people lived in nations that were polytheistic, which is to say having many gods and goddesses. They tended to create idols, images of their god or goddesses, and worship them, making offerings to them in temples, and their rites ranged from simplistic prayer to extreme votives of blood and or orgiastic ritualism. The primary issue, or point of contention between the ancient Israelites as well as Muslims and the rest of the world was and still is that of monotheism, worship of one God, versus polytheism. The peoples of the nations around them were regarded as idolaters, pagans, heathens, or infidels. 
Indeed, in Islamic nations, such practices are still outlawed and punished severely. Christianity was most responsible for classifying the many gods as the devil and his demons, with various names and portfolios. Gnosticism classified the big evil as the demiurge, regarded as the creator of a flawed false reality, and its archons, planetary powers or astrological archetypal beings. While Zoroastrians have their Araman, Islam has its Iblis and the Jinn, Egyptians their Set, Greeks their Typhon, etc. Indeed, as the Most High God was known among most nations and peoples from antiquity, so also the Shadow of God. Urian teachings emphasize that most humans are the unwitting servants, children, of various astral and etheric entities, known variously as archons, demons, or the spirits of idols, false gods, not by their conscious choice, but by the consensus totality of their thoughts, words, and actions, or inactions. If one's primary love and will is sensualism, lust, sex, such is your idol, your demon god or goddess, and in a sense your archetype, that is to say the pattern of your life and being. If one's primary love and will is war, weapons, militarism, and martial devotions, violence, your idol, your innermost god, is war. Obsessed with athleticism, sports, competitiveness, the ancient Greeks and Romans call that entity Nike, the goddess of victory. I could go on and on about the various inner idols, who are indeed collective archetypal entities, soul leaders, energy vamps, yet such are simply put not God or ungod, that which we Uriahns refer to as vanities. More specifically are those entities that encourage and feed upon thoughts, words and actions that are related to the pattern of figurative Cain and the line thereof. That is to say, the idols of civilization. That is, vain pursuits become prominent only when one's life is not consumed with the all-consuming interests of day-to-day -day survival. The vain powers are the idols of unnatural things and ways. Rebellion against both God and nature or biology. The elders or old ones are pre-civilization archetypes, primitive patterns of thinking, speaking, and behaving. More than that, they are patterns of the collective will and experience of natural mind, animals. You might say that the elder powers are the gods and goddesses of nature and are born of the collective experiences of nature, the disembodied minds of untold multitudes of creatures who have lived and died on this planet for millions of years. So the spirits or elders of all cats, of all canines, of bears or pigs, or falcons or birds in general, on and on, but also of natural humanity, the hunter-gatherers, the primitive tri tribal peoples, before the rise of civilization, 
the figurative line of Cain. Unlike most monotheisms, Urians recognize a neutral or middle region between good and evil, light and darkness, reflected in notions of limbo, purgatory, Avalon, Onwin, the idea of the fairy folk, and in this the natural state as an innocent condition, as if lacking the knowledge of good and evil, functioning on instinct and its logic alone. Natural law tends to trump moral law in terms of survival, and often haunts modern societies, tainting even those who aspire to holiness. Indeed, there is ever a tug of war between the powers of degenerate vanity and the forces of natural order, figuratively reflected in the tales of vampires versus lycanthropes. Among us humans, there have always been men and women who aspire to live in harmony with nature, return to an ancient way of life as hunters and gatherers, subsistence living. And the holiest humans have often been those who embraced a hermit-like existence in the wilderness. In this, we can also say that humans who strive to forsake the unnatural ways of civilization and embrace the primitive, seeking the purity of the wilderness, cannot be regarded as evil, but as seekers of the fey way of life. From Galatians 4.3 So also, when we were under age, we were in slavery under the elemental spiritual forces of the world. Colossians 2.8 See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world, rather than on Christ. Final note. Christ, in Urian teachings, is the anointing into the cause of the word, most especially present in the primary human face thereof, Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ, the anointed or chosen one. The angelic, the energetic minds that call us toward ascendance, transcendence, elevation, improvement, self-discipline, altruism, a higher order, the impulse to raise that city on the hill and light beacons in the darkness, construct lighthouses on the rocky shores, urging humans to overcome both the basic animal instincts and the tendency toward degeneracy. Yes, this influence has always been among us, also, though is often perverted and twisted, warped even by its own good intentions, or infiltration by the corrupt. The angelic archetypes of human personality, souls, these we call aeons, eternal patterns of the good and the sublime, seen among a minority in most generations, as those whose hearts answer to a divine ideal. Never perfect, as they are still in animal bodies, and live in debased civilizations, but striving, as best they are able, to make the world a better, more ordered, moral, compassionate,
place and light the way to higher ground. De facto Satanism Opposition to the divine is, by default, satanic. Religion universally has always asked humans to go against their natural instincts and unnatural urges, because true sentience is only achieved when one overcomes the programming and can say no to degeneration, the tendency toward inner entropy. How can one be immortal if one cannot look beyond mortal, meat-minded thinking and behaving? The instinct to return again and again, as if an institutionalized convict, or like a gerbil on the wheel of the world, is the ruin of most souls in every generation. Still, the petty idols of the past are, in the present era, merging into one supreme shadow collective unconscious, the collective unconscious state of I am not, leading the herds to mass self-destruction in a more permanent abyss of utter alienation both from the divine and the natural, drawing the greater portion of humanity into pit traps of the soul and spirit. Again, to oppose the will, the word, and the wisdom of God is by default satanic. Taking your stand against the holy ones, God, Emmanuel, the angels, and saints of the Most High, is anti-God, anti-spirit, anti-Christ. Fighting to normalize all that is unnatural, turn good to evil and evil to good, strife against wholesomeness, and morality itself, these are the spirit of lawlessness. See Second Thessalonians 2.7 The love of drunkenness and narcotic toxification, the love of sensualism and perversion, the love of violence and conflict, the love of death and darkness, the love of money and material possessions, the love of the body, the flesh, the love of self, the very worship of self. If, for such idols, you take your stand, then know what side you stand upon, the road to your own ruin, repetition's hell, and ultimate oblivion within the abyss, the true death. An ocean of innocent blood, fed by rivers of cruelty and selfishness, depravity and whoredom, overflowing the dikes of reason and propriety, drowning the world in abomination. The children of the anti have filled the earth with a level of wickedness unseen since ancient Sodom and Gomorrah. Only a minority openly worship Satan as their god, but most who serve by their thoughts, words, and actions, the ungod, the anti-god, do so unwittingly, ignorant of what they do. Though in an age awash in knowledge, freely and readily available, Daniel 12.4, ignorance can no longer be considered any valid excuse. I do wonder about those who bow down to the idols of this age out of a desire to go along and get along, while despising both the idols and the clergy of the de facto satanic cult of woke, submitting 
to the point of denouncing those they secretly agree with, reluctantly taking the vexation while wishing they could avoid it. Perhaps for this reason, the cowardly are named among those who will be locked out of New Jerusalem. Lastly, Babsad-Rom. What is it? In effect, a global government that is anti-divine, unnatural, amoral, nihilistic, technocratic, militantly secular, without conscience, elevating all that is ungodly and immoral, while oppressing all who hold to values and worldviews originating in the angelic planes of being. Indeed, this cabal, with its brainwashed cohorts, are against natural law itself, imposing abomination and vileness, the acceptance of demonic values upon the world population. This Antichrist, anti-divine spirit is seen in the WEF UN 2030 Agenda, which seeks to introduce, in its simplest terms, a neo-feudal global government. We will own nothing, and they, the ruling elites, will own everything, including us. The Davos billionaires and millionaires are the new aristocracy, belonging to secret societies that openly venerate ancient pagan deities such as Moloch and Baal, as well as Lucifer itself, viewed as the archetype of secular illumination and rebellion against traditional ideals, often reveling in all manner of vulgarity and horror, sorcery and hedonistic occultism, primarily the ideas of Aleister Crowley. They propose to make the peasantry and serfs, us, consume bugs and pets alike, and have even begun using pop culture, movies, comedy, cartoons, etc., to condition us to eventually accept the eating of other human beings. They deliberately unleashed a virus on the world in order to speed up implementation of their agenda and have pushed gene therapy on humanity that is not meant so much to save as to help cull the population over time, reduce birth rates, greatly elevate death rates, while also pushing a social credit score system, a surveillance state, increasing lawlessness, and intentionally sabotaging world food supplies and energy costs all while criminalizing self-defense and persecuting anyone who speaks out against the bizarro worldview of the cult of woke, C-O-W. In America, there is now a two-tiered justice system, favoring those who are part of the agenda, and ever more severely punishing anyone who strives against it, using whatever justification they can find or contrive to disarm the population in preparation of their full dictatorial revealing when all the masks come off and their vision is imposed without restraint. Well, that's it for tonight. If you'd like to uh, read the article for yourself or find out more about Orionism and how we see things, please visit us at the Orion site, www.urionism.com.